Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. It was a breach of information which has been contained. Experian had an Anton Pillow order, which is an order to essentially confiscate electronic data storage, etc., as part of a, a legal process. And what they've done is they identified the perpetrator or the fraudster and they've recovered that data and all the devices and they understand the scope of the damage where the information was used and they have since contained the incident. Niten, banks have said that their client's information has not been breached by this potential attack. So what are some of the possible scenarios should people's information have gotten into the wrong hands? It was not a hacker, so to say. It, you know, the closest thing... I, I could consider uh, it sounds like it was a case of social engineering where somebody had actually, uh, you know, tricked experience by posing as a legitimate customer and then having them send them some sensitive data. Traditionally, though, out of the scope of experience, taxes are extremely innovative in the way they use our personal data. So we deal with clients who have everything from, you know, as simple as a Gmail, compromised. And through their Gmail, the attackers socially engineer, you know, business associates. We've had cases where people have socially engineered family on Facebook by just appealing to them, you know, while you're on holiday, hey, I've gotten into an accident, I've been robbed of all my cash, please, please, I need you to transfer this emergency money, you know, I'm stuck somewhere in Thailand. The attackers are very creative around social engineering exercises. What is your advice to companies and individuals in ramping up their cybersecurity in an aid for this not to happen? Although Experian has said that none of your usernames and passwords have been compromised, I would highly recommend that people go and if you're part of the compromise, or believe you may have been part of the compromise, go and change your banking password. Change all your online passwords periodically. It's good practice. Don't share passwords across these various accounts. The second thing is stay educated. Educate yourself, educate your family, educate your kids on how to be online secure. I think having visibility on what the threats are online will help you put in place countermeasures that protect you, your business, your financial assets, and your family. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.